Hi everyone, Isha here. Just wanted to put a quick forward before this week's episode for our one year anniversary of the podcast and the 30th anniversary of Sailor Moon, plus the fact that my co-host is unable to record. (laughs) Uh, We're going to be doing some very special episodes with some very special guests where I interview three to four people about their experiences with Sailor Moon. These episodes will be coming up weekly and then we will go back to our normal uploading schedule. Thanks for all of your patience and consideration during this time. I hope you enjoy the episodes. Bye. our Sailor Moon podcast. I'm Isha, one of your co-hosts, and I'll be interviewing some fellow Moonies in this very special episode, since we're not doing our normal upload schedule. Our guest today is... Julia. Yay! Thank you, Julia, for joining me for this very special episode. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Things kind of, like, drastically changed in our personal lives, and so it's like, hmm, well, I want to have something out in the, these weeks before things kind of get straightened out. So, especially with the one-year anniversary of our podcast, you know, be coming up and, or is today, like, when I upload this, so. Oh, it would super be nice. exciting. I'm so glad. Julia is one of our listeners, and I'm honestly so honored to have you on the podcast, because I have a real-life listener. <laughs> It's been nice. I'm so glad you two have been doing this podcast. It's been definitely a nice, um, something to look forward to every every other week. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Um, do you want to kind of introduce yourself a little bit, like what your background is or like what your interests are? Just a little bit. You don't have to give your whole life story. <laughs> um, my background, I am in consumer electronics. Um, so do a lot of different things in that. I love working with data. In my fun time, uh, we try to go hiking as much as we can. I live in Vancouver area, so we have uh, mountains, we have oceans, we have just the most amazing nature, so we try to take advantage of it as best we can. God, I miss the ocean. It's like one of the worst, it's like the worst part of the Midwest. It's flat and there's no ocean. Uh, there's there's always someone telling me you could go to a great lake there there is they're so big you can't see the other side and I'm like that's nothing what, why are you telling but me that's this? still not California oceans no it's not as pretty no and even if I were to go to the Atlantic Ocean it's not the Pacific you know no Highway yeah. 101 is a great drive Highway <sighs> oh it's been so long <laughs> one day I'll get back to it I'll get back to it it'll happen <laughs> all right. Uh, so let's jump right into it. So how did you find Sailor Moon? How did Sailor Moon come into your life? Um, well, I was thinking about that the other day, and I think the first exposure to Sailor Moon for me was when we first moved to Canada. Uh, this would have been like early 2000s. Mm. And my brother and I didn't really speak a ton of English, and we had... Uh, in the kitchen, there was this tube TV with like 36 channels, and one of them was YTV, and they were showing reruns of Sailor Moon uh, as one of the shows that my brother and I agreed that we could attempt to watch. Um, so even he remembers watching it, because we were talking about it just a couple of months ago. It came up randomly at dinner, 
and he's like, oh, it was that like show with the annoying pink kid, right? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, they did Chibi's in their favors. No, and I think that was my first exposure to Sailor Moon, and then I really haven't thought about it until you guys started your podcast, and then I was like, okay, well, they make it sound fun. Maybe I should actually watch the whole series, not just try to remember random episodes here and there. Yeah, because so I guess on yeah, with reruns, it's just like random episodes. It's not in order. Oh yeah, it was like middle of the day because um, just the timing of when we moved, it wasn't. Uh, it was like not quite in the middle of the school year, but we weren't going to school, um, mm-hmm. so we were home during the day when nobody else was. So we were trying to kill time best we can. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, that must have been. I'm trying to think like early two thousands. Sailor Moon had been long finished at that point and it must have been probably Sailor Moon S and Super S seemed to be the ones that were on reruns. So you got like the worst voice so. actress the worst voice actress for Usagi. <laughs> it was yeah, I, I don't remember enjoying it very much, but there was just not a lot of other options. Mm-hmm. Um so we kind of did best with what we had. Yeah. So it was it was there basically. Yeah, exactly. So then, like, a lot of Sailor Moon stuff is pretty recent, really, for you, then, in the last year. It is, 100%. Uh, we started rewatching the series in fall together with my husband, because I convinced mm-hmm. him he has to do it with me. <laughs> uh, he actually did watch probably 70% of the episodes. Wow. Uh, he would be like, which episodes can I skip? I'm like... Alright, let me read the episode summaries and see what's going on and I'll make sure the important ones you're there for. He's like, okay, works for me. <laughs> um, he was your a good sport about it. Your husband's very much a don't give me filler. Yeah, a little bit. He's like, well, <laughs> he's, gonna, he's gonna sit after our kid goes to bed, like, sit on the couch with me after work, like, before we go to bed, then, like, watch something. It has to be at least semi-worth his time. So he's like, you can watch the other ones during work hours. <laughs> I'm like, since I work from home, I'm like, Meh, all right, in between meetings, I'm sure I can squeeze one or two here and there. Yeah, it's easy to, it's pretty quick to get through episodes, especially if you skip like the opening, the endings, and like the transformations. Exactly. Yeah, it shrinks down from like 22, 23 minutes to about 15. Exactly. Well, that's really great. I'm really glad that our podcast was able to bring Sailor Moon back into your life. Yeah, that's definitely been uh, a fun way to distress for me, I think. Um, Just with the pandemic and how much is going on, especially I started rewatching it last fall, right right before Black Friday. Mm -hmm. And that's always an insane time for me being in working with retail and consumer electronics, like all that stuff. It's just, it's, it has never been calm. Right. <laughs> so it's... it was a, it was a nice escape, to be honest. Good. I'm glad. So since you came to Sailor Moon more as an adult than as a child, what does Sailor Moon mean to you? I think to me it's just been honestly escapism at its best. Mm. Um, it's such a – there's so much world building in both the anime and the manga – um, as well as like so much content that's available now for it, just because it's been around for 30 years. 
Um, it's been a, just a nice way to kind of put other stuff aside and immerse yourself in something fun and lighthearted for the most part. Yeah, I mean, even when things get dark, um, the appeal of Sailor Moon is that she's always going to pull you through in the end. Exactly. Which, especially in, like, modern day, like, news circumstances, is not always the case. But, uh, yeah, Sailor Moon's just very comforting. At least for me and and for you. Definitely. Yeah. So, you watch the original anime after listening to the podcast, and then you went out and you found the manga. Yes. And then have you explored, like, the live action or the musicals? I have not. I was waiting for you guys to get to that before I uh, <laughs> started exploring. I read the episode summaries for the live action. Okay. I was curious. Um, I found them. I can't remember where I found them. But yeah, I read the episode summaries and the extra special episode summaries because I was curious how it ends versus the sure. manga versus the original. Um, I have watched Crystal yeah. completely as well because I was like, well, as terrible as animation is in the first season, it's pretty true to manga, and I prefer manga, mm-hmm. so I guess it can't be that bad. And how did? And was it that bad, or was it better than you were expecting? First episode, first season, as far as animation, was a little rough, mm-hmm. uh, but they stayed pretty true to the manga, which I appreciated, because a lot of the things that I enjoyed about the manga were there. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the scenes that I uh, wish were in the original anime um, were part of the of Crystal. So, Can you give me an example of one of those scenes? Um, so I think my favorite scene in the manga probably, or favorite like sequence of events, is actually in the Infinity Arc um, when Sailor Moon is up above like Pharaoh Nighty and everybody else is like down for the count. Uh, Tuxedo Mask just saved uh, Chibi Moon and she's like I'm the only one who can save everyone and she just gives him this like smile, winks and then like plunges into Pharaoh Nighty and Tuxedo Mask is actually there to see her make that decision and see her not die but like their connection gets severed basically mm-hmm. and in the battle in the anime it wasn't there like he wasn't he didn't even know what she did like she just made this decision and she went and to save Hotaru and help her and all that stuff but he didn't even know it happened so I don't. I didn't think it was as powerful in the anime, original anime as it was in the manga, and they actually did pretty good justice to the scene in Crystal. I felt like that's good to hear. I know that the Infinity Arc uh, and Sailor Moon Crystal had much better animation, they and did. people had much better reviews. But it was kind of too little, too late at that point for a lot of people. Yeah, it definitely had better animation. The faces of the main characters weren't so uncanny valley mm-hmm. uh, by the time they got to that, and the Eternal movies were actually pretty good as well. Oh, that's good to hear. I was really salty when they made it movies, because I was like, I've been waiting my whole life for like a real, proper anime adaptation of Super S or Dead Moon Circus, and 
and it's just two movies, that's not enough time. <laughs> well, they're like an hour and a half each. They're not too bad. You still have like three hours worth of content. I guess, but like, I want like a proper 26 episode season, you know? Like, I feel yes. like each arc should have been given 26 episodes because it gives, because you have the story and then you have space to explore the characters. Yeah, I can see that. I think you're right. A lot of more character development was done in the original anime versus uh, Crystal and manga, I guess, for all the side characters. Yeah, I felt like with what I saw of Crystal, they were relying heavily on the people watching to already know about Sailor Moon. That's fair. Yeah. But yeah. That's, that's something we'll discuss when we get to Sailor Moon Crystal. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Everybody's getting a preview about how I feel. I think they've been getting previews since uh, the first few episodes of this podcast. That's true. Like, every time it gets brought up, Kim and I are both like, Ugh. We woke up, we, like, watched the, the premiere, because it premiered in Japan, obviously, and they had it, like, simulcast online, and so we were up at, like, three in the morning to watch it together. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> That's dedication. <laughs> yeah, so when I say, like, we're Moonies, like, we are, you know, dyed-in-the-wool, true blue Moonies. Uh if I had more money. <laughs> when the uh, new musicals were coming out, I was just like, I wish I had the money to go to Tokyo and like go to these musicals. That actually I, be super fun. I know. I wouldn't understand like hardly anything, but I'd just be sitting there like crying the whole time. <laughs> just happy to be there, happy to experience it. Yeah, I can. Yeah. I can appreciate that. Yeah. Um, you know, and just being a crowd of people who have the same love and affection for Sailor Moon. Oh, for sure. Well, let's transition into the next question, which is, who is your favorite character or characters? Like, you don't have to uh, pick just one. <laughs> I think I love Usagi. Usagi is my favorite, uh, just because I think I can see myself in some of the positivity and seeing good in people and trying to help others because that's something that I my dad has always told me that like I should be more weary of people and not trust everybody and I'm like well people should be inherently good let them prove me otherwise um well that's the complete opposite of me I approach every new interaction of prove to me you don't suck (laughs) (laughs) I I try to be positive about most things like I honestly I haven't met that many shockingly um awful people um so i don't have a reason to not start most conversations with you're all right like it's going to be okay Um, thanks um i think my the other one that i really like is uh makoto of course um i think the two of them are my favorite oh i love that i love that those are your favorites and then my least favorite is Ray. I, I know, I'm sorry. I just, the, the anime Ray, like, really... Because she doesn't really have a lot of anything in the manga outside of this, like the short stories. Mm-hmm. So I really have no opinion of her in the manga. Wow. But Ray. the anime Ray is just not a nice person most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Ironically, that's why a lot of American audiences liked her when the dub was originally airing. I can see that. Yeah. I, 
with like how they also made Usagi a lot dumber than she is in the manga, I can see how Ray poking at her could be viewed as positive, like trying to make her better, I guess. Yeah. One of the scenes I liked in Sailor Moon R in the Dame Tree arc is when Isagi like puts extra hot sauce on her food. Yes. It's like, yes, yes, Isagi so rarely gets to get back at Ray, so that felt very good to me. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty hilarious. Yeah. Do you have any favorite villains? Favorite villains? Esmeralda definitely yes. is up there. Galaxia in the manga is pretty interesting. She's very complex. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, though, if I had to pick those two, I really don't like Nihilania. Yeah. I think the... I like Nihilania's outfit. Yes. I, I cosplay I, as Nihilania. <laughs> I, I think the anime made her more interesting than the manga did. Mm-hmm. Like the original anime for Nihilania. Uh, with the backstory and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I think probably yeah, Galaxia and Esmeralda were two that stand out. Oh, that's great. Um, do you have any like favorite side characters? I honestly love Artemis. I don't like <laughs> Luna. I, I really okay. don't like Luna. Uh, all right. Uh, but I really Artemis is uh, he's a pretty sweet awesome. boy. He's a good boy. He's, I I'm really hoping that like when they do the final arc adaptation, they actually tell us that the cats have survived. They better. That they, that guess, they brought yeah. them back because there was nothing in the manga saying that they came back. Yeah, I mean they have to. Well. How else are we gonna have cute little kitten in the future with yeah, Sousa, right? We can't, like, have to, we can't have Diana if we don't Artemis. Don't make it exactly. So, or is it a different timeline? Like, what happened? No, but yes, we have I, to have Diana. Hundred <laughs> percent. I hey, that's what I mean. Like, I I think that's an oversight. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they were finishing up the original the, the manga, basically, uh, and I'm really hoping that cats come back and live on i'm sure they do i think definitely by the end of the series naked takuchi was like i don't want to do this anymore probably you know yes and just yeah my hope is that the the last arc will have some of these like wrap-up things that were missed i hope so i hope so i haven't watched any of Crystal, I decided that, like, I was going to put it off. I'm one of those completionist type where it's, like, I have to watch it from the beginning because I don't remember what I watched. I just remember being mad. And, uh, yeah, just haven't gotten around to it yet. So, like, I'm this podcast is what's going to lead me to Crystal. <laughs> and it comes at the very end. So, you know. Uh, no, totally fair. Yeah, we're going in chronological order. We're going to hit the original Sailor musicals. If we can find them <laughs> first, we're gonna finish the anime and then we're gonna hit the musicals and then do the live action. Makes sense. I'm really interested to see your reaction to Ray after watching the live action. I am looking forward to that because from the summaries I've read, she seems to be a different character than she definitely was in the anime. Yeah, they really they really flesh her out in a way that feels more loyal to the manga. 
I'm excited to see that because she's definitely not great in the original <laughs> anime. I'm sorry. Yeah, she's she's too mean, girl. But totally. Hey, that's where that's where we land. Uh, do you have a favorite episode arc uh, or adaptation? I guess you haven't seen all the adaptations, so you're I have not seen all the, adap- the anime. <laughs> yes. Um. I think yeah. So we talked about my favorite scene in uh, in the Infinity Arc already. Mm-hmm. Um, I also I just I like that entire arc to be honest, uh, mm-hmm. just because there's so much development of in both the original anime, the manga, and the manga and Crystal, I guess, um, of the relationship between Mamoru and Usagi. Mm-hmm. Like they get over the insecurities together. They the the whole like. They sleep in the same bed with Chibiusa between them, holding hands. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty adorable. Uh, mostly because I end up holding my husband's hand, like, half the nights, uh, randomly in the middle of the night. Just because, like, you have a bad dream and you hold on to somebody. Yeah, so I can, I can appreciate it. Yeah. Um, it gave us the tuxedo, pink, sugar attack or whatever so like the second uh-huh. attack that tuxedo mask had um that's in combination with tribute right yes it is yeah dad and daughter working together exactly it's gonna say uh, like take your daughter to work day but it's more like take your dad to work day because she's such <laughs> yeah actually that's true um and then i actually like the same arc in the original anime as well mm-hmm. uh because we also get the most development for Mamoru and Usagi and their relationship than we do, I think, in any of the other seasons, really. Yeah. Um, and, like, the birthday episode for... Like, the episodes that stand out, there will be, like, the birthday episodes for Usagi, mm-hmm. where he gets encased in glass uh, by Kaola Knight for her. Um, and then they're sitting at the, at the shrine afterwards, and he's like, I would do it again. I love you. Um, but the one that annoys me in that arc is the whole abandoning Usagi at the racetrack. And then she has to fight Keola Knight with Saturn and uh, well, with uh, Neptune and um, Uranus. And Uranus. Yeah. And nobody ever talks about it. They're like, yeah, she'll be fine. And then she like almost dies. Yeah, it's like everybody, you're, why are you so bad at your jobs? I, I do find that in the anime, the Senshi are bad at their primary job, which is to protect their princess. Yes. But yeah, but the, for the rest of the time, he's pretty good. He's pretty caring. He makes sure she's okay after using the Holy Grail. Uh, so it's the most of that, like, supportive making up for the disaster that was Sailor Moon R. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so I think... In, in all versions, in, in both versions, in all three versions, mm-hmm. I think that arc is my favorite. Okay, cool. Uh, is there any particular episode that stands out for you? Um, the the Fahrenheit one, I think, like, the, the, that one is definitely mm-hmm. uh, top of mind. Like, that, that, yeah. that, like, that smile and then, like, plunging as he's yelling Usa. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... Uh, both super traumatic and also like romantic at the same time, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that is that a word? Traumatic. <laughs> traumatic. It is now. 
well, <laughs> my my kid has a book that's like, uh, that's combining how we feel today, and it's like happy, sad, and like all this like you can have different two different feelings sometimes there's three different feelings and here are all the options so yeah i think uh we can combine traumatic and romantic yeah my favorite episodes always end up being like the really funny ones like from uh the first arc it's the brett butler episode with the yeah. seventh rainbow crystal uh there's no part of that episode that is imperfect it's perfect from start to finish like there's nothing wrong with that episode i will fight anybody who doesn't think that's not a top tier episode and also in <laughs> Stars, the one where everybody ends up at Isaki's house. That one is amazing. It's so good. I love how she's like transformed into Eternal Sailor Moon and she's trying to go down the hall and her wings are like knocking everything down and she has to like go to the side to like get into the dining room. <laughs> yes, and then everybody pretends nothing happened. Yeah, and then her friends and we're just all gonna bail. clean up. Well and then and then the Inner Senshi and some of the start and uh, Seiya's just kind of clean up as if nothing yeah. happened. Oh, it's so and like they leave Minako pinned to the wall. Yes. <laughs> and like Aluminum Siren when Uranus and Neptune show up are just like appalled because they're standing on the table with their shoes on, and both of them get really flustered. Yes. Oh my god, that was hilarious. So the faces, yes. So good. It's so good. Like. I those are the ones that I rewatch because they're just so positive. They're just, yeah, they're <laughs> so positive. They're so funny. There's there's you know there's not really high stakes. Um, it it uplifts you, and you don't have to worry about like the enemy coming to get them, and you don't have to deal with you know really negative behaviors from the senshi to each other. Like everyone's just kind of like, okay, I guess. <laughs> no, totally fair. It, I feel the same for, like, all of, like, the Minako hijinks episodes, where it's just, like, yeah, I forget sometimes that they're, like, 14-year-olds, and then Minako has an episode, and it's like, yep, there we go, that's it, that explains a lot. Yes. Have you read the Sailor V manga? I have. I own it as well. Oh, excellent. Yeah, my uh, significant other decided I needed to have eternal editions of the entire series. Oh. <sighs> So, you got a keeper. I know. I'm oh, very lucky. I guess that's, that's something I have to add to, like, what, what's, what's your <laughs> ideal man? It's like a man who buys me the eternal editions of Sailor Moon. <laughs> and told me I can spend as much money on Vance collaboration as I want for our kid if I really wanted to. Oh my god, so good. I know. I'm I so know. jealous. <laughs> and, and, and he cooks. It's just <gasps> like... So, like, you have a real-life memorial. I do. Oh, God bless. <laughs> you have to do, like, you have to do a Moon Family cosplay at some point. Maybe when our kid is a little older. Yeah, She's... I mean, she would be so cute in, like, a little pink dress, like, Chibiusa's little princess dress in the manga. You oh, she totally it? would. Right? And she would totally let me, like, color her hair pink with, like, something. Right? It'll be gorgeous. I'm, <laughs> I'm peer pressuring you into cosplaying as the Moon Family. Maybe one day. May I, I don't know how much my introvert of a husband will agree to uh, cosplaying, but maybe it's a, maybe it's a Hall maybe it's a Halloween costume. Maybe we can convince him to do that. We've done it before. We've done like couples costumes and family sure. costumes. You can so. rent a tuxedo and then you can buy a cape and a top hat. That's true. There you go. So easy. You don't even have to keep the tuxedo. 
I'm sure I can find like a cape for like four dollars in AliExpress or something like oh, that. Oh, one hundred percent. You can just get a Dracula cape and like remove the collar. I don't even need to do that. Like I so for my kid's birthday a few years a couple years ago, I got all the kids for the goodie bags these like capes and masks. So I sent it to I sent for like three dollars each oh Canadian. So it's basically free for you yeah. guys for you Americans. Right. Uh, so I <laughs> I showed it to my boss and he's like, I need a cape and I need a cape <laughs> in this color uh, to uh, work with this brand, one of the brands we work with. And uh-huh. I'm like, all right, that's gonna be a Christmas present. He's like, okay. So I ordered him a cape uh, with a matching mask. Uh, I have a picture of him in his office wearing it. That's amazing. So, AliExpress. Yeah. I, I'm sure I can find a top hat there to a collapsible one or something. So you will enjoy uh, this aspect of the live action because uh, pretty much all the bad guys have some version of a cape. Like nice. All, all of the sheets now have a cape. Like, Kunzai has the best cape, obviously. But <laughs> everybody's got... He? <laughs> Some kind of cape or capelet. It's very, it's very good. They have great outfits. Amazing! Can't wait. Uh, all right. So, how does Sailor Moon inspire you in your life now? Because it's only been really in your life for like the last year or so. <laughs> I don't know if it inspires me, but it's definitely opened up a lot. I've opened up a lot more to like different things within the fandom. So it has still been, even though I finished watching the original anime, Crystal, and reading the manga, I've been kind of discovering the other facets of the fandom for myself, and it's been continuing to be that nice distraction from life, world, like, everything. Right. Is it a welcoming community that you, like, do you feel welcomed into the community even though you came to it so late? I don't know if I'm, I I am an observer. I don't think I'm a participant. I think this is my first foray into actually participating in anything Sailor Moon related. Um, But I have consumed a lot of Sailor Moon related content. Um, Started out with like the cockpit comics, like the little cute ones. Um, I think I sent you the link to those before. Yes. Uh, I found Tuxedo Unmasked and his website full of like, amazing oh yeah there's tons of information like things i never even thought of like never considered or just never occurred to me so i've read through quite a few if not most of the articles he has posted and now i'm currently semi-obsessively uh reading various fanfics (laughs) Uh, That's, that's an important part of fandom yeah uh there's one uh by Flora one called uh, watch me completely butcher this Ikagai and Yugen there's two of them it's okay. like a two uh, there one is continues and like one is starts at like there's no Metallia no barrel and Tuxedo mask is fighting the doom tree related stuff and then wow. Us- Usagi kind of joins him because she feels like she has to and then they kind of discover all their stuff and without the help of Luna and Artemis and so they just kind of do it themselves but at the the end of it this like as Sailor Moon is fighting um, chaos uh, she gets into this like what she views her 
as like multiple screens uh, almost like and it flashes all the different timelines that could be happening so the comment from the author from flora one was like in her imagination when she was writing this every single fan fiction is just a different timeline of the same people so when she calls everybody to help her uh with their silver crystals all of these people in all of these timelines and she mentioned some of the other fanfics that she referenced in it um that they all like help her defeat chaos basically because they may or may not be aware that they have the silver crystal but if called upon like it will appear because they're all continuations of the same people right with the same potential yeah with the same potential like same uh same drive same desires for the good in the world and all that stuff so they all help her defeat chaos basically wow i love collectively. that yeah, I really enjoyed that. Uh, so I started, after reading that, I started looking up the ones that she mentioned, mm-hmm. she wants to referenced, and that kind of snowballed from there. Yeah. So I created an AO3 account <laughs> recently and uh, bookmarked like 80 plus of them. Wow, welcome to fandom indeed. I know. Um, if you want to read, um, there's there's nothing posted by me. Cause sure. I'm, I'm not I'm not that good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, random underscore mailbox. It has like I think 80, 84 different fanfics that I have bookmarked. Okay. Some of them were uh, mentioned by Flora One. Some of them are. Um, What's like, that you found? Pe- other ones I found. Uh, there's like a very interesting limerick that I feel <laughs> deserves a dramatic reading out loud to your. <laughs> friends and family okay which i may or may not have made a few people at the office do <laughs> Love uh, that. yeah hey gif and uh fanfic fridays yeah. getting people at your work involved in all of this that's amazing yeah i do i do mention the podcast at work and they're like how's that going i'm like it's going i don't know if any of them actually listen to it and i don't ask because i don't want to know the answer <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, just like, hey, I have a podcast. And they're like, that's cool. And I'm like, thanks. Don't tell me if you listen to it. I don't want to know. No, that's great. Like, maybe I'll uh, put a link to. to sure, your, I'll send. I'll send it. I'll send it to you later, uh, so you can edit. Yeah. If you want. I'll put that in it's... the episode description so people can check out fanfic. Yeah. Uh, once again, not an, an exhaustive list of everything because there's like thousands of them. There's so much. Um, there's in Sailor Moon fanfic that like predates fanfiction.net. Like I read it. I read the fanfic that predates fanfiction.net. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I've I've been I've been on the internet with Sailor Moon since like Angel Fire and Geo Cities. Like there was a website that I like used all the time. I was like, this is the repository of all Sailor Moon information because I had information for like everything from the Dark Kingdom to Stars, and Stars was never released in the U.S. ever until fairly recently. It's got the rights, so like that's that's how I did it. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's how I learned. I like memorized everything. I know so much about Sailor Moon because of that one website. That's amazing. I found that I personally find stuff written before, let's say, twenty tens. A little more cringeworthy for oh, my yeah. personal taste. Oh yeah. Um, 
a little sexist in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. So I try to stick to newer stuff as a rule. Yeah, uh, there tends to be a bit more misogyny and homophobia in older fanfic, especially homophobia. That, I haven't seen too much homophobia. Not, to in, I, not in Sailor Moon fanfic because we have like the iconic gay couple of Uranus and Neptune. You mean but, cousins? Like, <laughs> yes, the iconic cousin relationship. Uh, <laughs> but uh, definitely in like other fanfics, it was something that I would see. But I only ever wrote crackfic, and sometimes I still get like notification that someone has favorited a thing that I wrote seventeen years ago, and I'm like, my Amazing. God, how did you find this? I forgot this existed. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I I, t- I tend to stay away also from some of the angsty stuff. Uh, just because there's enough dark stuff as is around us, so if it's marked with angst, I may not... I'll read the description and decide, Uh, but the whole, like, dark endymion subset of the fandom is a little too dark for me personally. Although there's some very well-written pieces, so whoever writes them, like, kudos to you, like, anybody who writes for anything, really you're a step ahead of what I do, so... But, for me personally, it's a little dark. Yeah, I'm definitely much more of a fan of, like, fluff stuff. Like, I don't want to... I Like, I don't object to people who ship Seiya and Usagi. Like, I did once upon a time. I was just like, how can you object to, like, the whole... Like, the holy family of the moon, essentially. <laughs> it's just like, Seiya's not even from here. Like, they have a princess. <laughs> Seiya doesn't go here. <laughs> But, um, like, I can, so, I can understand that, but, like, at the same time, I'm just, like, it's Isagi Mamoru all the way. So yes, anything, that, anything that, like, jeopardizes that relationship, I'm like, I'm not into it. <laughs> so I actually found one fanfic that hmm. kind of has both. So it's called, I think, Ghost of Yesterday by Master Ray 5, I want to say. And it's basically, the gist of it is, Usagi uh, just... There's no Crystal Tokyo. They sets in there, basically sits them all down, and she's like, timeline has changed. Like, Crystal Tokyo is not going to be a thing. You're just going to live out your lives like normal people. Um, and Usagi panics because, like, what is she supposed to be doing? Supposed to do now? She's engaged to Mamoru, but she's like, okay, I need, I need a break. Like, I need to go travel. And I guess in all of this, Seiya convinces her of something so she ends up going with them on tour because they decide to stay on earth uh, because their plan is destroyed so instead of going back they just kind of stay and continue playing music mm. and um, then there's a misunderstanding with somebody she she thinks that Mamoru has moved on he hasn't actually so she ends up staying with Seiya for years Whoa. and then comes back uh, because she's writing manga to fill up her time, and uh, she needs to meet with her editor, and ends up getting into an accident. Mama ends up saving her because he's a doctor, uh, and she ends up almost dying second time because apparently her guilt is manifesting a Sailor Moon figure that nobody else can see that basically taunts her for all her mistakes. Wow. So she takes like That's dark. Oh yeah, like it, it gets dark before it gets better, but like in the end, it, they work it, it all out. And it works out. It it's it's a positive ending in the end. Uh, 
but yeah so like this the she does go with Sia for a bit but uh ends up with Mamoru anyways so okay. it's an interesting one that's it's it's one of like the few couples where I'm where I have very strong feelings about it where I'm like no this is this is how it is and you can't convince me otherwise and the other one that is actually that I have stronger feelings more than Usagi and Mamoru is Dick Grayson and uh, Barbara Gordon from Batman so Robin and Batgirl or Nightwing and Batgirl however you want to look at them <laughs> I get really passionate about it <laughs> that's fair that's fair yeah um, but yeah, I think that's all I have. Is there anything else you want to add about Sailor Moon or your feelings, thoughts, hopes, dreams? <laughs> I think we've covered quite a bit of stuff. Uh, you ladies have been doing an awesome job covering different episodes. Um, it's been definitely a pleasure listening to all of that. I, I think... What I'm looking forward to this summer is I think there's some sort of a fandom event in July. Mm. So there'll be a lot more fan fiction being posted towards the end of July. Based nice. on some of the posts I've seen on Tumblr. Okay. Uh, apparently in my mid-30s, I'm discovering Tumblr for myself, among other things. So hey, that's hey, it's a little late, but <laughs> hey. No, that that's good because you've missed all of the Tumblr growing pains. That's true. So, and boy, were there growing pains. <laughs> you missed the whole, like, Super Who Lock fandom. Thank God. <laughs> the what? Sorry? Ooh. We're not gonna... We'll, we're get, we'll get into this after. <laughs> we <stop laughs> Sounds <recording>. good. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. All right. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter at Pod or contact us through email at OshioKiyoThePodcast at gmail.com. Thanks to Barbara Daly for the use of her artwork. I'll put links to uh, Julia's AO3 account in the description notes. Uh, please rate and review us wherever you find us. Or, tsukini gawatte! Oh, shiokyo!